Hey everyone, I know uh, I told you last week that uh, it was the day after Hometown Haunts and Hops. Uh, it still is. Um, I'm recording this at the same time, uh, so my energy is is barely there. Um, it was a very, very long day. It was a very fun day, a great time. We had the Ghostbusters car. We had the Raccoon City Police Department. Um, tons of vendors, uh, music by Tommy Reedy, an after party with Bayside High. It was just one thing after another after another, and it was so much fun. And part of what made it really fun is uh, Matthew G. Taylor, um, actor, stuntman, known for uh, playing Nemesis in Resident Evil Apocalypse. Um, so we recorded that panel as well, and uh, we're going to put it up here as this week's podcast because I'm probably still in a coma recovering from the event. But, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. He was so great to talk to. Um, an absolute delight. Uh, in the car ride to the airport, he was trying to tell me that he didn't have a Canadian accent. Uh, you have a listen here, and you let me know uh, what you guys think, but uh, I hear it. I hear it for sure. Um, sorry, Matt. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it was such a good time, and I, I again, I apologize that I, I am very spacey and very tired. So uh, I'm going to end this for now, and you guys enjoy this podcast slash panel, and we'll be back to our regular scheduled, I was going to say high energy. I don't know if I'd ever classify myself as high energy, but normal energy, Andy, uh, next week. So uh Hopefully we'll see you guys next year at the Hometown Haunts and Hops. And um, if you see uh, Matthew coming to any con near you, go check him out. He's a super nice, du- nice guy. See you guys next week. We're here with Matthew G. Taylor. Hey, everyone. Uh, it's, Hello. It's been a long day, man. Like, thank you for coming. My pleasure, man. No, it's been fun. It's been nice. The crowd's yeah. been great. The town's awesome. Uh, I've enjoyed every minute, so it's been nice. Great. Yeah. Nice. It, it it has. It's been. This has been our biggest event we've ever done. So I appreciate you taking part. Love um, it. It's been a really good time. Yep. And uh, so you are. How do you go from police officer to stuntman to demon killing machine? <laughs> um, I uh, before I got into well yeah just before I got into policing I worked uh, I worked at a club I worked door at a, at a, a local establishment in it was Toronto the best behaved club ever yeah we had all these <laughs> it was actually a, re- a really tough club it was um, it was known to be to um, uh, to attract um, motorcyclists so I'll leave it at that okay so, yeah, yeah sure yeah yeah we uh, we we've had those it's a rough bar yeah. rough bar yeah. um, I was probably a little out of my league but at that at that age you you got the chip on your shoulder so you think you can handle it. Didn't have any issues there, but I did meet someone. Uh, his name's Frank, and he was a he was a writer um, for uh, for TV and film, um, an aspiring writer. And he was rep by somebody at the time. I didn't realize he was even in that industry. So fast forward, I got to know Frank as a patron in the bar, and then fast forward about uh, probably two years, I got on the police service, and I ran into Frank at a just happenstance I went back I was living in Toronto at the time I went back to Burlington to meet up with some buddies and go out for a bite to eat and I ran into Frank just uh, coincidentally at the restaurant and he um he approached me he said hey man good to see you he goes you know what you got I've always thought you had a good look and 
Um, I think you do well in, in TV and film and, you, you know, commercials, et cetera. So he introduced me to his agent who repped him as a writer. Yeah. And that became my first agent. So it was literally just it's fluke, It's so right? funny how, like, that sort of thing happens. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've been at panels where, like, Jeremy Bullock, who played uh, Boba Fett, yep. and Anthony Daniels, who played C-3PO, and they're like, mm-hmm. how'd you get the role? And like, yeah. I fit in the suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was literally that yeah. was like, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. And sometimes it's just that simple. No, for sure. I mean, yeah. from there, you know, I built, built up a resume, and uh, that was 96, uh, and then for fast forward eight years, that's when um, Resident Evil came along. So, uh, but that's essentially how I got in the business, which led to me getting, you know, this part and, uh, of many other great parts before and after that. So, yeah. How do you feel about the whole makeup process? Cause I feel like that's gotta be, that's a thing. Specific to our Resident Evil? Or yeah. I mean, just in general. general. Cause like I hear people be like, yeah. oh, it's, it's like six, eight hours of makeup. And I'm like, that's a work day. Yeah, Before I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say six or eight hours from from my experiences. I've been in the chair a lot, and um, for a lot of the films I've done, uh, you know, early morning hours are painful. And uh, at the at the end of the day, after you've done a twelve or thirteen or fourteen hour day, fifteen hour day, depending, um, that can be equally as painful. Um, you know, touch ups all day long, but you get to know the artist, you get to know the crew, the makeup, the makeup crew, and it becomes just part of your day. Um, you know, there's certain parts of getting makeup applied that, you know, it's a little more aggravating when they're up and around the eye and stuff like that, but more so, but, um, yeah, I've done a lot of, I've had a lot of prosthetic work done over the years on, on shows I've done. And, um, yeah, I, I, it's not that I enjoy sitting in the chair, but you make the most of it, Yeah, you know, and you get to know the people and it becomes, it just becomes part of the day and just, you know, it's your, you know, social time. Yeah. To me, to just being like, I've always loved Halloween. Mm-hmm. I've always had fairly elaborate costumes, and doing an elaborate costume around a beard is always an issue. <laughs> but it, it's like that's always been my favorite part. Like, yeah. is that something that like you sought out that you wanted to do, or is it just that's just how the cards like were dealt? You now specific just to your question. Your time will get doing parts that involve that. Yeah, yeah, like do you seek out those parts or do they just kind of come your way? Oh man, you know what? It's not so much seeking out. No, the more of them are more of them do. Most of them have just come my way. Yeah, and um, opportunities presented itself. And and yeah, I mean, um, the you know I've been fortunate enough to have some some uh, really amazing parts. And yeah, a lot of those have involved sitting in a chair and getting makeup done and. Um, spending the time before and after you're out on set shooting, um, either getting into makeup or out of makeup. But um, yeah, I mean, I haven't had been fortunate where I haven't had to. My, I haven't personally, and I have an agent. Yeah, right. And agents typically submit you for the roles that you get, um, and then there's a little bit of follow up sometimes after, especially if the, you know they're interested and in, and you know there's traction there. Then your agent will go to bat and start you know working them and trying to get you the part because they may be considering other actors as well. Um, but, um, being represented makes that part easy because as an actor, yeah, you typically want someone speaking for you and marketing for you and yeah. promoting for you, right? When you get those parts. Do, um, do you, do you ever feel, I mean, like we're the same build, like we're the same height, same totally. build. Yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> do you ever feel like typecast where you're like, no, I, w- I don't want to break the guy's legs. I want to like talk about his feelings. Do you, <laughs> do you like kind of push towards those other roles? Yeah. That that's when, when you're, you know, and I used to be a lot built differently bigger 
So I would say, okay, whatever. I used to dwarf you six times. Um, So yes, uh, you take the pigeonhole you're given and or that you're slotted in Mm -hmm. and you you exploit that and you work with it because you can't fight nature. You can't fight the way you look. Um, Tell me about it. You probably won't get more. (laughs) We're just too handsome. It would would literally involve turning parts down in hopes that they start cashing for other things. But that. That that's a tricky card to play. Yeah, yeah, a risky card to play. Rather, um, that being said, yeah, no, you take what you can get, and you work, and you, you'd be grateful for that, you know. And and I've worked hard to, you know, in my younger years to to keep a certain look and image, and you know, that's been what's that's been my calling card. That's what's given me what I've got. So that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And I've had a weird experience today. Like I was walking through the con. And just talking and joking with, you know, people, whatever. And someone stopped me. They're like, hey, I recognize your voice. You're from that podcast. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's dudes sitting right there that built a car about the movie that you're in. Like, is there that, like, weird, like, that's absolutely crazy that that happened? Like, like, how do you deal with that? There are moments. I give a guy a hat, and I was like, I'm the greatest. (laughs) Yeah, you know it is humbling. Yeah, it is when you you That's see so cool. fans yeah. that, like Steve that you know bring their um, that put their heart and soul into something you were involved in, and um, yeah, it's uh, it definitely means a lot to see it. Uh, to be honest, that's a big reason why um, I do these shows and Jen and I do these shows is to come out and and, and meet the people that you admire the work you do and the reason you get to do the work. So. Um, and you can see some amazing places and everything else along the way. Yeah. So it's, it's all encompassing for us. And yeah. Yeah. It's cool. You get to mm-hmm. kind of travel around and hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah I, I was just going to say, obviously, I mean, you kind of stole my thunder a little bit, but as evidenced, I feel like when we announced Sorry, that, that you were coming to this, yeah. Resident Evil has a massive rabid fan base across multiple video games, movies, yeah, everything like that. So it's really cool to see, especially everything that we have here today. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw someone walking around that I think probably should have been in the running for the top of the costume contest, dressed <laughs> up like one of the characters in the most recent uh, I think Resident she, Evil I, games. I honestly think she was she probably, second. I, I don't know yeah. how anyone else. I mean, I, I honestly, I've been we've been up here a lot and I haven't really seen everybody that's been in costume, but it's wild. So. It just has to, it's, it's, it's incredibly cool to see like the reaction that you get. It's got to be awesome Absolutely. for you. I mean, yeah, I, I, I know it it's, is. yeah, it's, yeah. like great. you said, humbling for sure. Yeah. 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 Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm so old and out of video games. These guys are like, I have a raccoon city police cruiser. I'm like, cool. What's that? Uh, <laughs> by the, those games, the original yeah. ones, yeah. scary. Yeah. You, did, like, did, I mean, did you play the games before taking, like, no, taking the role? Did you get cast and be like, I should play that game? Or, um, you like, know, how much research goes into that? Well, again, you have the good, good question. Um, I'll research as best I can for the parts that I go out for if there's time. Yeah. Sometimes there just isn't time. Um, now it's easier. Uh, back in the day, there, it wasn't, the internet wasn't what it is now. Um, so it, it would have been more difficult back when I did a Resident Evil to, uh, research it like, like uh, you would be able to these days. Yeah. Um, so no, I know video game history. Um, uh, never was a gamer. My, I grew up in a, a very strict household with no video games and Not even know, limited Atari? TV exposure. Sorry. Not even Atari. Uh, my, my buddy had Atari, so yeah. <laughs> I would get to play it at his place, but <laughs> I never, never had those sorts of things growing up. So you are typically a product of your upbringing. Sure. Um, yeah. and, uh, just not some, just never got into the video game, um, way of, of life, uh, as an adult growing up. 
So I can appreciate them. I've been exposed to them, but uh, that that um, desire um, and uh, and passion that I don't have, but I respect it. Yeah, and um, you know, um, obviously even more because of what I represent with the Nemesis. So mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Uh, do we have questions from the listeners that I don't know? have a police car based on <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil. I mean, you guys have been talking to them all day. Yeah, I got... Go ahead. Yeah, Steve. The big one, it would be um, mm-hmm. um, the main Alice. I, I'm so bad with her name. Um, yeah. Mila. Mila. Uh, yeah, Mila. Yeah. Yep. How was working with her? I mean, you yeah. fought her in the movie, so... Yeah, she was great. Yeah, really good. Um... I've worked with her quite a bit, and mostly, I say mostly, we worked on set, obviously, but a lot of the time we spent was rehearsal, uh, fight rehearsals, choreography. Uh, The fight scene we did was uh, about 150, 60 moves. So it was a big fight sequence that involved some weaponry and um, just it was a a lengthy fight. So it involved a lot of prep and just getting the fights to fight down. That thing with choreography and fight, fight scenes uh, is they want it to look real. And that includes not just throwing, being able to, to throw a punch or throw, you know, throw a strike or swing a sword. It's about being able to react to getting hit too. So it's all about timing and, um, yeah, it takes time to get that down. So was there like crossover from your work, uh, on the police force yep. and that kind of like fight training where you, yep. you know, obviously you know what it's like to be hit and hit people and mm-hmm. like, it, you know what? You no, know, I think what it comes down to more than anything, I, I wouldn't say there was a large correlation there with the with my law enforcement uh, so much as just just, just athleticism. <laughs> uh, I did martial arts, and I've, I've been for a big guy. I was athletic. Yeah, that's a big reason why I got cast for the part as well. Yeah, they did have someone else in mind that they that was queued up for the part, but they weren't as, as athletic. So that's kind of where I stepped in, and and was was chosen. Um, just for my ability to move for the size I was. So uh, I was probably about three, 325 pounds when I did that part, 320. So put in perspective, I'm 270 now, so that much more weight and still be able to move is rare. Yeah. Right? Especially in the costume, because that was a concern they had is can they can you move in the costume? Sure, yeah. Because yeah. it's very restricting. It yeah. is weight. It's long days. You, I mean, I totally feel you. I, I broke yeah. my ankle walking across the street. So like, <laughs> yeah. me and you, we're the same. <laughs> like, totally. So. You got a question? I think yeah, I jumped. No, in. no. I was going to say, I was like, what, "What do you uh, What do you think of Plymouth so far?" I know you have only been here for a little bit of time. You, do you enjoy it? It's a good time. Yeah, Plymouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Woo. No, we, we enjoyed are. it. Yeah, we got a crowd. All we, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, we wish our flight was a little bit later tomorrow, so we had some time tomorrow. Uh, Leonor said the same and, thing. Like, yeah, I, I was no, trying to get bad, you guys out of here on time. And, oh, it's yeah. all good, brother. Yeah. It's all good. No, next time, um, next time, absolutely. And we'll make it back. We'll make it back down for sure. Um, but yeah, beautiful town. Um, yeah, it would just, you know, it would be nice to, to do a trip. Um, did you stop by the up, rock up and down the coast? Sorry. Did you stop by the rock? We did. Yeah. 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 Did, I can yeah. tell by your face. You're incredibly <laughs> yeah. unimpressed. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I actually, it was kind of built up that it was small in my mind. So oh, expe- I'm so I glad. Ex- Cause Leonor was very excited. I'm like, you need to rein that in. I was expecting yeah. it to be, to be less than it was. If that makes any sense. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So, uh, it was yeah. very official. And, yeah. You know, I thought it was. I thought it was kind of neat to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has, has there been a highlight so far? Hmm. Aside from the lobster, lobster roll. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew those. Yeah. Were yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. And the show, you, you, don't get a, you don't get a lobster? Of course, the show has been yeah. great. Um, but yeah, just just um, the weather. I mean, it's really the uh, Honestly, you so. guys could not have lucked out more with the weather that yeah, we've had here this weekend. It's honestly, I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm yeah. so angry about the weather this summer. <laughs> it has been the bane of my existence. I mean, it's great today, but you know, it would have been kind of like nice to have a little fall, you know, Chris bite in the air, you yeah. know. I want to see someone wearing a flannel and some yeah. Uggs and some yeah. apples, but people are like <laughs> fall vibes, bikinis and speedos out there. It's Literally. hot as hell. Yeah. yeah, no, it's warm. So, yeah, yeah. So, I, I got one for you, Matt. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like as a as a man of Irish ancestry from yep. Massachusetts, mm-hmm. you have to know how much. How how big of a cult classic the Boondock Saints is down here, and I know that oh, you worked that's on the right. sequel. You're in that. What that's was your right. experience? What was it like working on the sequel to that movie? Well, my career has been divided into acting and stunts, and I would say it's it's um, probably it's been a sixty or maybe closer to seventy thirty split. Uh, seventy being acting, thirty being <coughs> primarily just stunts yep. focused. Yep. So that was a that was a stunt part I did. Um, I don't know if you remember the part I played in it or not, but at the, in the hull of the ship, yep. I fought um, the character, and I oh man, I, I'm bad. I'm bad with remembering this. Just this this actor's name helped me out. The oh, uh, uh, Hispanic. Oh, I, yeah, um, I, I'm not I sure. Either. I honestly don't know if I've ever seen that yeah. movie. Yeah, I saw the, I, I've seen the first have, one. Do we have a researcher times. behind? Yeah, there? we do. Uh, okay. Research. Get on that. Boondock Saints too. First one who gets it. That's uh, uh, that's. <laughs> That's Fish. Uh, he's our Fugle. So yes. Um, All right. Uh, yes, and yes. See? Say the name again. Clifton Collins. Clifton Collins. Oh, it's yeah. pretty quick, right? Yeah. Right. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's why we keep him around, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I fought him in the hull of the ship, um, and uh, yeah, it was um, in that scene. Um, uh, wow. This is my 50 year old brain kicking in here. <laughs> <laughs> Walking, Walking Dead. Um, Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Oh, Norman yeah. Reedus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, uh, and and the other. And which? Sean Patrick Flannery. Yep. 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 Yes, yep. yes. We're in that scene watching the fight. So it was kind of cool um, just being affiliated with that because I know Norman Reedus um, kind of got a little bit of fame. Oh, big words. So. Oh, big <laughs> sure. Little zombie show that he was in, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Little, little known, little known. Yeah. <laughs> like running with the deceased or something. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah, something, yeah, like, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. You, you know, may hear about it. Eventually. Yeah, it, I'm sure someone's seen he's it. Got his own spinoff now too. <laughs> he's got his own show. Like yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. So, so I've heard a lot of stories about like you know John Rice Davies and and people kind of taking liberties with stuntmen and kind of not holding back when they should. Have you ever had that experience where? Um, as far as just, someone just not someone not someone just hitting you, let's let's be <laughs> not they, pulling their punches. Yeah, there just you punching yeah. you when they were supposed to miss yeah, you. Yeah, well, actually, we watched um, season three of C uh, the other night, and uh, I played in that. I played a main, the main villain in, in that movie or that series uh, with Jason Momoa. I'm not sure if anyone's heard of that or not, oh, but. Yeah. Um, he so looks just like me. Yep. We're Matt. the same height, too. Yeah. Be, me, me and Jason Moe, yeah. We're I had like a same. beard just like yours. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was not a real beard. But um, I fought uh, one of the characters <laughs> in the finals in the final fight scene. And the, the guy who was punching me, who, who stabbed me, and I pulled the sword out. And then he, uh, he actually connected on my lip. I took a picture of it. Um, so it happens. Yeah. Yeah, that comes to mind just because we watched that literally last week. Um, but, yeah, it's going to happen. 
you're gonna get hit. Is it just kind of like uh, you shake it off and be like, yeah, that's how it goes? Yeah, or you, you kind of you have adrenaline going. You don't. You, it wouldn't hurt, or you wouldn't feel it as much as you would if it was just someone coming up and cool cocking you. Outside. I would cry right now if my accidentally bumped into me. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, I don't know if back. I can relate. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as far as pushing the envelope, yeah, naturally, you know, stunts can be tough on the body and they want bigger. The bigger, the better. Yeah. So they want it. You want everything has to be big when you do stunts and hey. anything on film has to be big. It doesn't read otherwise. Have you ever like looked at a stunt and been like, I'm not doing that. Like that's, that's, I'm, that's, yep. that's unsafe. I'm not yep. doing it. Mm-hmm. My life is more important than your silly film. Yep. I, I shot, um, something in mocap once and it was for a show that never really took off um several years ago and they wanted me to just do a face plant on um on concrete Ooh. so literally and it was a concrete floor and they, they the director wanted me just to face plant like no knees normally when you fall yeah you use your knees to break the fall and you go down and you still sell the fall but you use your knees on the way down sure. right so you don't shatter your face yeah uh he didn't want knees i did it several times it would look great i saw the foot i saw the playbacks but he wanted literally like a tree falling and i said i'm not doing it so um not worth it is there a certain amount of like if you do that are you ever worried about like kind of pushback or like this might cost me jobs well, or 100 well the, yeah. the stunt coordinator who i worked with on that rick's Forsyth, um i never um after that didn't work with him again for a while and it's, as it happens, I just uh, worked with him again. Now, I don't know if Rick held that against yeah. me, but I'm saying it's always possible. Rick's a good stunt coordinator. Uh, stunt coordinator had been in the business a long, long time. But I thought in the back of my mind, okay, well, that's probably screwed me now for working with Rick again. But um, I ended up working with him again on uh, Umbrella Academy a couple of summers ago. Oh, such so, a good show. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So good. Yep. I'm glad I came up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What, what did you do on that? Uh, in the in the final episodes, uh, the final two episodes, they there's three uh, guardian warriors uh, that they have to battle. Yeah, and I played the samurai warrior. Oh, I gotta so, I gotta go back and watch that now because it, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My youngest loved that show. Yeah, yeah. 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 So my costume for that, I, uh, I believe the price tag on the costume was a two hundred fifty thousand. Whoa. Yeah, they had a bit of money around. Hang on, I think wow. I like. Hang on, I think I. Yeah, you, Andy, you got that in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it, do you do you ever when you're doing that stuff? Do you ever stop and think, be like, this costume is two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Or are you just like, if I think about that, it's gonna <laughs> well, screw up what I'm doing? Like, yeah. I constantly am like, I'm not thinking about what I'm doing. I'm just kind of like focus on the end goal. Because if I stop and think about all the minutia, it's, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't kind of focus on on letting people down. You got to focus on you know impressing them, right? Yeah. So that's. It's all in your outlook, I guess, and that's going to probably translate into um, how well you do if you're focusing on the right thing as opposed to the wrong things. So. Mm-hmm. What's next? What's next in – what does Matthew G. Taylor want to do next? Write, mm. direct? No, no right. <laughs> I feel like every, every actor is like, I write, be, direct. Nothing yeah. behind the camera. Yeah. I don't, I've never had that itch or that, des- that desire to um, – thank you um, – to do anything behind um, – 
But, I mean, uh, so the strike you know is, the strike is yep. kind of wrapping up. A little, yep. Yeah, yep, I mean, not completely. Not, but, um, it's not yeah, done. But definitely, it's definitely yeah. slowed things down. But, I mean, do you have, obviously, there may yeah. be NDAs involved, but like, is it something you're working yeah. on that you can talk about? or like? Um, no, I'm not. There's nothing right now that, um, that I'm involved in or that I've signed on the dotted line for, but that can change overnight. So, and the strike really has. I mean, we can bring you downtown and scare the shit out of some people. There you go. You're a big dude. That can definitely happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like lift them up over your head and like. Yeah. I mean, imagine walking down Main Street in in full Nemesis getup. I'm not going to lie. I unbelievable. So, I put you guys up in a hotel, like right, literally right down the street from my house. Yeah. So I drove by this morning and be like. If I see a giant guy walking down the street, I'm going to be like, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, you would have seen me. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, this has been a really fun time, man. Yeah, like, absolutely. Place, yeah. Mike, what, what are you got in closing? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think. Uh, I'm oh, just, I'm way ahead of time. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would say I'm sorry. most appreciative of you being here. And, and mm-hmm. you know, the fact that you were the first guest that we booked for this event. That's awesome. The first yeah. ever guest booked for the first ever Hometown Haunts and Hawks. No, it's an you know, I'll never. Guys. The, the legendary yeah, yes. greatest horror convention ever to exist. The first annual Hometown Haunts and Hops. Thrown by the I most say. handsome promoters. Yeah. In history. Well, one, at least. <laughs> at least. I just saw that on Wikipedia. It must yeah. be true. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's been great. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it was nice to get to talk to you on the car ride on the way over here during this whole thing. And, you Absolutely. know, I just, uh, we'd, yeah. obviously, we'd love to have you back anytime. Yeah. yeah. So, no, Fun talking. appreciate it, guys. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Awesome. So, do you have anything, in closing, do you have anyone, anyone have any questions, questions before we, I kind of, yeah, I yeah. didn't realize, I thought. Do I do voice? No, oh, never, I feel like you, you know would what? Kill I, it voice I, work. I, yeah, I've been told. You I've should told do I have a voice that. for radio and a face for radio too. I don't know if that's true, but Mike said that. Um, I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, I've never done any of it. Never, never done. Um, I've never d- obviously I've done ADR, which is additional dialogue recording, but nothing specific to just voice only. No, no. But you know, it's not that I'm not interested. It's just that's it's it's kind of its own little industry of sorts. Um, and it's one of those things once you get your foot in the door, just like film, you know, you kind of get, then you get known then then you're become a go-to or someone that they're your top of mind, uh, out of sight, out of mind. So if you're not in that little industry, you're probably not thought of, uh, why would you be right? So it's about getting connected with the right people as with anything, any industry in life, right. To, you know, kind of get that foot in the door. So, yeah. uh, again, just ADR stuff or, you know, just a, uh, yeah, anything there, anything that you saw on the on the um, um, in the movie would have been me with some maybe some tweaking uh, post uh, post production wise, but um, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, the 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 voiceover thing is so interesting now because yeah, I know. I'll be listen. I'm a recovering voiceover hater because I'm like, oh, they're not actors, but. They super are, and so much of it now is like mocap, and yeah. that is so much a big part of it. Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel about like that kind of like mocap and in like where, where it's such a blurred line now? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, is that something? Do you want to dress up in like gray pajamas? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've only <laughs> done mo- <laughs> yeah, I've only uh, I've only done mocap once, and um, and. Uh, 
that was for the, the 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 part I mentioned before where he asked me to do a face plant. Yeah, um, that was big. It's, it doesn't. It seemed to it seems to have tapered off, and I think they're using different technologies now anyway. Yeah, and the old motion capture stuff. Well, yeah, now um, they just want to scan you and never exactly, use right? you forever well, and never pay. They don't. Yeah, they don't. Like, they don't need to. Yeah, you know, I mean, what's wrong with that? <laughs> sensors all over your body, yeah. and and because the technology is constantly changing, and I guess in their eyes improving, and which is scary in and of itself. But um, that's a whole other conversation too, as far as you know what they can do and achieve now without needing the the high price talent. But um, yeah, I mean, I really don't have an opinion on it yet because it hasn't really it hasn't yeah. affected me directly. But um, if you could do one role, yeah, any role, mm-hmm. what would it be? Wow. And would it be different than your Halloween costume? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I think it would be cool. And, and Jen and I have talked about it. Um, we really enjoy the horror, the yeah. horror genre, um, and these conventions. Um, so I think it would be neat to to kind of reprise, you know, um, uh, a Jason Voorhees type role. So. Yeah, Kane Hoder. I've been to a bunch of horror conventions with Kane Hoder, Mm -hmm. and I've seen him. A friend of mine went up and was like, "Hey, uh, can I, you know, get a picture with you?" He goes, "Do you want a scary photo or a normal photo?" He goes, "Scary." And Kane Hoder grabs him by the neck and lifts him off the ground. He's like, "Ah, yeah, Yeah. it's it's so cool." He's like a nice guy. I met him in Salem a couple years ago. He's pretty funny. I I did a show in 2019, and he was at that show with Frightmare in the Falls. Um, never really interacted with him. He, he was busy, and uh, I wasn't there for the whole weekend either. So yeah. my time was tight. But um, yeah, no, it'd be a neat, neat experience just yeah. to you know be part of that franchise, play something so mm-hmm. classic. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, there has yeah. been a new Friday thir- Friday the Thirteenth movie in a number of years, which is kind yeah. of a shame. But mm-hmm. I would absolutely throw your hat in the ring for yeah. Jason Voorhees if they were to make another one. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you're a fan of the horror genre. Do you have a favorite horror movie? Uh, definitely Friday 13th is one yeah. that from right. childhood that yeah. I would definitely um, say is up there. Um, I mean, I enjoyed the Ring series, the Ring movies too. Oh yeah, right? for sure, those are you fun. know they're not yeah. spoken about a lot of these shows. You don't see a lot of yeah. a lot of um, the, the press on that end. Um, wow, I don't want to ask Jen because she doesn't like horror no. movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, yeah. obviously The Exorcist and. A lot of the old school stuff awesome. I enjoy, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, awesome. Matthew, awesome. this has been so much fun. Likewise. Absolute blast. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I, I'm going to give a weird shout out yeah. to Ikea. Okay. Because these are Ikea chairs, and I was setting them up last time. I'm like, oh, these, this, Matthew's just going to like snap know, through this right? chair. These are like yeah. rickety as shit, and you're yeah. – so yeah. shout yeah, out to Ikea for the Svengali. What I, I don't I mean, know what these are called. Andy, <laughs> yeah. to, to be fair, we've been – I mean – I'm probably have, heavier than he is. No, no, no. <laughs> wow, he's so self-deprecating. I wasn't yeah. going to say anything like that. I've been yeah. up here for like three hours straight, and these chairs are pretty comfy. They're pretty comfy, yeah. yeah. It was a joke. You didn't really have to shout them out, Mike. But I'm no, thank you everyone for coming. It. Yeah, uh, we appreciate thanks, everybody. Thank you yeah, guys for the Raccoon City. Um, uh, and thank you, Matthew. Oh, this yeah, was yeah, an yeah, absolute pleasure. Absolutely. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you stick around. We got another podcast coming up. And yeah. There's more yeah. stuff going on downstairs. Yeah. And Hometown beer. Ghost Stories yeah. up next. And uh, yeah, hang out and, and have ba- a blast. Bayside High at New World Tavern later. That so. is right. Yeah. That is right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Woo. And thanks for checking out the show today, listeners. Uh, if you enjoyed the content today, you can go over to patreon.com slash to support the show. You can join over there 
for just a few dollars a month and help us provide this fun content that you just checked out. You can also email us at inebriart.com with your questions, complaints, and concerns, or you can find us on all social medias at inebriart or at inebriart6 on Instagram. And also don't forget to check out our other shows, Bar Talk Podcast, Old Colony Cast, Inebriart, and all the other shows on the Inebriart Network, which you can find at inebriart.com. Thanks again for listening.